Welcome to the Shari Tzedek Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Here you'll find a live recording of just about every sermon, Devar Torah, teaching, or story from our Arab Shabbat and High Holy Day services. We know that you wish you could be with us more often, and we understand life getting in the way is not a bad thing. To live Jewishly is to understand that just as important as it is that Judaism happens in the synagogue, it's even more important to live Jewishly in your home and on your way. So here we are, in your home, on your way, maybe even on your morning run. If you ever have any questions or want to continue the discussion, let one of us know, and make sure you check out our live stream and YouTube channel for more ways that Shari Tzedek is available to you on demand. Keep an eye on your shofar and email so that when you're able, you can be with us as well. Looking forward to seeing you soon. Um, I want to start tonight by telling you all a little, a little story about myself a number of years ago. I spent the summer of 2005 in Philadelphia with two of my best friends from college. I had sung at their wedding a few years earlier when we were all living in Tucson together during undergrad. And when later in between my third and fourth year of rabbinical school, I had the option of going just about anywhere in the country to serve my summer internship as a hospital chaplain. They suggested, now let me reiterate that just in case they're watching, they suggested, and I have to remind them this often, they said, why don't you come to Philadelphia and stay with us for the summer? Now this was a crazy time in their life. Mark was the chief resident in the emergency department at Thomas Jefferson, where I would also be working and learning. And Mindy, yes, their names are Mark and Mindy, Uh, Mindy was working as an ICU nurse at Hahnemann, a neighboring hospital in Philadelphia. My program was two and a half months long, and I will never forget on day two of my stay, I came home from work to find 75 tick marks had been drawn on the chalk-painted closet door in their office, which had become my guest room. This was Mark and Mindy's countdown to when I would be leaving and their life would return to normal. It took two days. Now, it was a joke, and of course, there was truth in their anticipation for my leaving. As even though, don't forget, they had made the initial suggestion. And of course, we had a lot of fun together that summer. But their life had been turned upside down in an already stressful time of their lives. Now, sometimes my being there was a help. I think I did the dishes once or twice. But most of the time, I was preparing them to take care of their first child who would be born two years later and whose bar mitzvah I attended earlier this spring. Yes, that makes me feel old. Now, we're used to countdowns for all kinds of things. We count down the seconds to the new year. Many wedding couples will count down to their wedding date. School students will count down to the last day of school or the first day of camp. There are even apps for our phones that will take care of your countdown for you. We might even count down to Jewish holidays. I know that I spent at least a couple weeks thinking about how many days we had until Passover began. But after Passover starts, we actually begin a period of counting up. 
On the second night of Passover, we begin the counting of the Omer, counting up for seven weeks until the next festival of Shavuot. Now, for all intents and purposes, this count up is no different than a countdown. Whether we go from 1 to 49 or 49 to 1, we're doing the same thing. Mark and Mindy could have just as easily said, today is the 12th day of our life's disruption, knowing that they had 63 days left to go. But I propose tonight two major differences between a countdown and a count up. First, we have to go back to what the Omer truly represents. Passover marks our people crossing the Red Sea, crossing from slavery to freedom, and Shavuot will mark receiving the Torah at Mount Sinai. But in the story, the people didn't know they would be receiving the Torah at Mount Sinai. Had they been counting the days, it would not have been the days left to anything. It would have been marking the days they had survived in their time of new freedom. But freedom in reality for the Israelites meant a time of fear, wondering if they would have food, water, the things they needed to survive for another day. Not yet, toilet paper wasn't an issue for them. That didn't exist at the time. But they didn't know if they could trust this man Moses and the God he claimed to speak for. While counting down is looking forward to something, counting up is celebrating the days that have passed, focusing on our current accomplishments rather than a future unknown. So why then, now that we know exactly when Shavuot is, do we still count up rather than count down? Receiving the Torah was not an end to anything. It was the beginning of a new life in which we would use our newfound truth to inspire us to live better, to use our freedom to enhance our own well-being and that of our family, friends, and larger community. At this time in our world today, as our students' countdowns to the last days of school or graduation have been marred, as our B'nai Mitzvah students and wedding couples are questioning when that ultimate day may even be, a countdown may not have much meaning. But there are people on social media who are indeed counting up the days of this stay-at-home life. Now, the starting point is different for all of us, but I did the math. Today is day 28 since many of our kids were last in school. Now, not knowing the end date or what an end date even means puts us in a very similar situation to our ancestors but it can make marking each day that much more important. Each day that passes is a day in which we have overcome challenges. Each day that passes is a day in which we have faced the fears of our uncertainty and moved forward regardless. Each day that passes, we know that we are one day closer to something. And our prayer is that our experience in this time similar to our time in the wilderness, will make each of us more compassionate, living the ultimate core value of our Torah, to love our neighbors as ourselves.